Hello all you travel bugs out there and welcome to yet another exciting episode of Check and Story podcast and this is your host Shruti and today we have with us Michelle Varghese she's a copywriter in an advertising firm and of course she loves traveling and she documents all her travel stories through her lovely articles so let's just talk to her and know more about her stories hi michelle hi shruti what's up how's it going it's going really good i can't <laughs> wait to travel again <laughs> cool so you know you are into literature and you're also into travel so i'm sure you know like you must have read loads of travel quotes so which is that one quote that you read and you were like wow that's so inspirational or that's what i'm going to do like yeah that totally describes your passion for travel something like that so there's this quote i actually read two days back because uh, one of the destinations on my list next is paris okay. and um i had uh, just stumbled upon this blog and there was this woman who really um loved this quote as well and when i read it it's a really long one but I, maybe i can tell you like two lines from yeah, it it's yeah. by this called uh, charles baudelaire mm-hmm. and it's about a, a flaneur it, it flaneur is a french word for someone who likes to wander a lot so um so the quote goes uh, for the perfect flaneur for the perfect passionate spectator it is an immense joy to set up house in the heart of the multitude amid the ebb and flow of movement in the midst of the fugitive and the infinite to be away from home and yet to feel oneself everywhere at home to see the world to be at the center of the world and yet to remain hidden from the world so that's something i really Aww. relate yeah i love looking at people like whenever i go somewhere like that's one of my favorite pastimes i'm sure a lot of people like to do that like you know just sit and look at people and you know notice like little things about them that's that. the biggest entertainment actually to be yes. very honest <laughs> yes definitely <laughs> Oh, well that quote was really beautiful and that was really deep. Uh moving on yeah. to the next question. Um Michelle tell me you just recently have been to Japan so how was your trip there? By the way you know every time somebody says Japan there are just two things that come to my mind. First is sushi the obviously and the second is yeah. sumo wrestling. You know it's it's like <laughs> the national sports there. But anyway yes. you tell me your Japan story now. <laughs> um uh, I had actually uh, always wanted to learn another language like me and my boyfriend we always wanted to learn another language but we didn't want to do something like french or german or we, we wanted to do something different we either wanted to learn mandarin or japanese and since it was really difficult to find classes um you know like someone teaching japanese we got lucky and i found someone in pune actually who took private classes oh. and uh, we started learning the language and like our obsession kept growing because we were really fascinated by the culture and the food and um japanese food was not very big in pune at that time but still we somehow tried to figure it out and then we finally saved enough money and uh, both of us did a trip and it it was like one of the best trips i've done so far and i i, I can't say i have visited a lot of places i think i've visited it. quite a few places but i think japan was the best so far that i've been to it was just the culture is amazing and if you love japanese food i mean it's just heaven absolute heaven so uh, could you tell our listeners what's the best time to go to japan so the best time would ideally be in spring time which would probably be a march april may even but that's when the cherry blossoms bloom in japan like that's a huge deal it's called sakura and it's absolutely beautiful like every park is like you know has so many flowers and it it's a wonderful time to go there but it's also very expensive to go at that time of the year and of course you'll be just like surrounded by millions of tourists 
so what we did is we went during the second best time which is cheaper which is mm-hmm. autumn time we went during october and um it was it was equally beautiful at that time of course there were no cherry blossom but it was really nice uh, either way and it was cheaper like cheaper being the keyword here <laughs> <laughs> okay cool so so all you guys listening out there you know what to do and where to head in october so yeah october is coming may and april is already gone so yeah cool yes <laughs> so cool. So moving on, um Michelle tell us what's your travel pet peeve? Like you know something that you find really annoying during travel and like what do you do to avoid it? Uh I don't know how I could avoid this but uh there's something that I noticed about other people like um uh, when someone travels to another country I think it's very important to you know kind of adhere to the rules that people have there which might be difficult or might be different for you but sometimes i guess we don't realize certain things so i mean that's something that i get really annoyed with when i see someone who's also a tourist kind of like not you know follow certain rules just because they're not from that country like i i, I don't i think that's very disrespectful so i don't know if that's really a pet peeve but <laughs> I, I, otherwise i'm pretty much a very non fussy traveler like i don't have any issues <laughs> that's that's actually the cool way to travel you know yeah also it's kind of annoying when people walk slowly yeah but i think people walk slowly <laughs> yeah it's annoying when someone in front of you is walking very slowly or like i don't have all day you know like move fast <laughs> <laughs> well that reminds me do you watch friends friends yeah. series so yeah. there's this in the yes. last episode yes. yeah so in the last episode you know he's he's trying to like go behind Rachel and like you know on the airport there are people who are walking like really slowly and he's like he's like you know if you guys could walk yeah. a little yeah, more yeah, slow yeah, yeah, yeah. it would be awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember it really old people yeah i remember that episode <laughs> that's like one of last one the last one episode so cool so yeah, you, yeah. your pet peeves are not that fussy so moving on uh which is that one thing that you oh, notice first like the first thing that you notice when you visit a particular place oh uh, i'm a huge sucker for sky and views in general so i think actually before i travel to a place i'll always scout for where are the best views like what are the best places to go the, to get the best view from and the sky like i i really love skies and i've noticed that i mean obviously like every different place has a very different sky so i kind of like you know um a lot of my pictures will have skies in them so yeah that's something that i always look at i think i stare at the sky that's the first thing i do when i reach a place okay so wow michelle that means that you are a true observer that, that also the... makes me sound a bit of like a stalker <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> no that's that's what travelers are famous for observing things you know yeah. Yeah, yeah right yeah <laughs> so tell me uh, tell me which is like one of your most favorite travel story like you know something that you like telling people and you always keep on telling um um uh there's 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 one that like stands out in my mind maybe because it's uh, fairly recent it was uh, in japan uh, and we uh, were really hungry because we were walking like by we i mean me and my boyfriend we were really hungry and we had been walking for a very long time like you know looking around and of course like that whole greed for ramen stru- struck again so we needed to eat 
and we found this ra- random place uh, by the side of the road and we entered and while both of us can read japanese and speak japanese it's still like you know when there's a lot of japanese in front of us it still takes us probably a little more time than it would for a normal japanese person okay so uh, the system in japan for ordering ramen like at most places is that there's this vending machine of tickets where there will be the different kinds of ramen mm-hmm. and the price and you have to enter the money into the vending machine and the ticket will come to you and you basically give it to your server and that and you just sit and they'll get you the whatever's on the ticket so uh, there were like around 80 to 100 ramen in front of us like the names and of course we had to figure out which one we want mm-hmm. and uh, we were taking our time trying to read it because it was all in japanese and suddenly we look behind us and we see that there is a line of people growing steadily behind us and uh, the pressure starts building you know like to start reading faster like we have to start reading faster and make our decision and uh, the japanese are very polite so they're not going to ever you know um, say something to you they will never tell you like get out of the way or like hurry up so they're just patiently waiting but you can see they're not very happy and we're trying to really read fast but then then we reach a point where just like forget it let's just pick oh, something no, we just pick two random ones <laughs> and you know we were like let's just pick any two random ones and we did that and we sat at our table and we were just like oh my god i really hope we haven't ordered something weird or even though we are familiar with japanese food we still didn't want something that you know we've never tried before or so literally when the food came it was like surprise you know like you know, <laughs> what you ordered and but it was one of the best meals we ate so it was it all worked out so that so was a really So do you recommend it to people what was what was it exactly like which ramen It was actually not really ramen it was udon noodles and it came with a bunch of stuff we couldn't finish it obviously because we didn't know how many things we were ordering it came with like a miso soup and it came with like rice separately and it came with like pork and like it, there was a lot of food <laughs> Wow that's that's nice So talking about you know things that we take while traveling how much time do you take for packing for any trip as long as i'm sure what i need to take um i think 2 days should be fine but i am not i i wouldn't say i'm an amazing so so you say packer. that when you're sure what you have to take you da- you take 2 days to pack yeah is that a lot yeah <laughs> okay then probably a week <laughs> if i don't know what i'm going to take but actually i have people um like a, a lot of friends who are really good at packing so they kind of help me out so any like hacks I, out there uh there's stuff like i mean uh, i don't know if people know this but usually I, i i like to pack my shoes in shower caps they're the best to pack your shoes in like if you use shower caps to pack your shoes you're sorted and the best part is you should never pack them as a pair you should pack one shoe like separately and the other one like it's paired separately so you save a lot of space that way like i my mind was blown at first i was like what what it will take so much space but i mean it actually really help yeah the others is just like instead of keeping clothes flat they're actually better when you roll them and pack them mm-hmm. that saves a lot of space as well cool that was cool so shower caps and shoes and rolling yeah. your clothes I feel so like cool about myself for stealing my friends like <laughs> travel hacks like and making it sound like they're my own but they're not. <laughs> so thanks to your friends then. Yes. So do you always travel with some company or like you go um, alone? So far I have like 
whenever I've been, I've been somewhere, I have been with either at least one other person. I did live abroad like alone for a year, but then obviously I had friends, so I wasn't completely alone. I just went wandering like maybe alone once in a while. But I am doing my first solo trip. Uh, my next trip is my f- going to be my first solo trip, and it's going to be a month long. So that's going to be a very different experience, and I'm really looking forward to that. So, so what's your take on solo travel? Like, I have been talking to all my guests, so everyone has come up with like some different views. Some of them mm-hmm. are like, you know, some of them only go on solo travels. They basically they love yeah. traveling solo. Yeah. So, what is your take on solo travel? Um, I I have lived, I have been by myself. Like, I've lived alone for a really long time, so I'm very used to being alone, and I really enjoy that. I mean, I don't mean to sound like a loner, although I mean I think that's completely fine. No, but, but that's great. You know, you yeah. enjoy your company. That's that's what yeah, is yeah. So, and for this trip in particular, a lot of people I know when they visited Europe, they always prefer staying at hostels so that you know you actually meet other people. But my agenda on this trip is actually to not meet anybody. Other than maybe like you know some friends that I probably have in those cities that I'm visiting, but I'm specifically staying in uh, Airbnbs just so that I don't have to live in a hostel and probably interact with other people because I really just want to be on my own. And I, I think that will really, I mean, at the risk of sounding very cliche, I think that will really help me, you know, like find myself. <laughs> That's what everyone <laughs> tries to do when they go. Like, um, but yeah, I think that will really help. Uh, just, just help me as a person, I guess. Uh, it, it's it's very therapeutic i feel to travel alone and i couldn't agree more and airbnb actually those hosts are amazing i recently ah, got a chance ah. to interview uh, one of the airbnb hosts like who hosts in mumbai oh, that's so awesome. yeah and she was telling us about all the hacks and everything so yeah, yeah. That's, that's really cool yeah i tried airbnb once before in japan and i was amazed by it because the people are just amazing and they're so they're so helpful and I mean, you're living in their home, so it, I mean that's a, how as local as it would get, right? Like living in a person's home who lives in the same country and city that you are a tourist in. So I thought that was a really good uh, way to go. Exactly, I do agree. I do agree. Yeah. Let's move on to our next question. Which is the place at the top of your wish list right now? Uh, it. would have to probably be cape town south africa wow and why yeah. i mean of course it's beautiful but then any special reason for it um there's no specific reason like you just said it's beautiful that that's one of the main reasons <laughs> but uh so there's this uh, youtube blogger i follow and he his wife is from south africa and he does a lot of drone photography whenever he goes to um south africa and just like i guess viewing it from his perspective and um just the kind of stuff that i mean he's shot over there just made me fall in love with the place and i know i absolutely have to like go cliff diving or something when i go there it's just awesome it looks amazing lovely what's the blogger's name he's a youtube blogger his name is casey nystad okay cool so you know if you are going to south africa there is a place called palace of the lost city it's like the world's largest theme resort hotel so if you're going you okay. can definitely go there and yeah, yeah i'll try put it on my list yeah I will. cool i'm a nerd i make excel sheets for all my trips oh my god really <laughs> are you are you serious <laughs> i'm not kidding i'm not kidding i'm like i know it sounds lame but trust me they really help no it's that's not another, it doesn't sound lame it sounds very methodical actually that's another tip like most people you know i mean i'm make all excel for excel sheets is your tip to people no, 
Yes, yes. You know, people are all for. I'm all for spontaneity, and there've been many times where you know I've discovered a place probably that I, I hadn't heard of before. But it's just so much cooler. I mean, not cooler. Okay, cool. Cool is not the right word. It's just so much. It's not. It's just very convenient Easy. when you take, yeah. yeah when you know where you want to go, you save so much time. Yeah, you just exactly. save so much time. Yeah, I color code it and everything. Oh, I should not say all these. No, things. but you can. No, that's that's actually you're making your things very much interesting. I'm I'm sorry. I'm again going to refer to friends, but you know that's what Monica would do. You see? Yes, yes. My label maker, the Excel sheet is my label maker. <laughs> that's that's really cool. So let's talk about food since you you mentioned like ramen and sushi and all. Yeah, so tell yeah. me, which is that one food item that you will travel miles for? Apart from your mom cooked food, obviously. So yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it would have to be Japanese food. I, 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 I always thought it would be sushi because I, I love sushi. But I obviously didn't know what real sushi is until I actually ate it in Japan, and it's like amazing. But it would be ramen because that's something I feel like I still crave. I crave it so much sometimes. And um, my first destination that I'm going to uh, will be Germany, and it's this town called Dus. It's the city called Dusseldorf. And outside of Japan, you get the best Japanese food over there. So I'm very, very psyched. Like people are like, "You're such an idiot. You're going to Germany to eat Japanese food." But I mean, no shame. I love Japanese food. I'm going to go there and eat <laughs> Japanese food. That's that's lovely. So tell me, Michelle. how has travel helped you to grow as a person like you know something or the best thing you like about traveling i think it it has made me more independent i i always was independent but it's made me more independent as a person and it you just get stuck in certain situations like there's something that you always you always have to kind of um, anticipate that things might go wrong sometimes like it can't obviously be like the best trip without any you know Uh, problems here and there but it really helps you deal with situations it helps you deal with different people and that really does add a lot to you growing as a person that's very well said then so <laughs> since we're talking about traveling and you travel so much how do you manage all the money that we required for traveling like any any money hacks out there so that we could save on money for our next travel and trips <laughs> tips yeah, and all that so So after I uh, came back from Japan I actually me and my boyfriend planned that trip on a budget so mm-hmm. we everything we did basically was like revolved around budget travel like including our stay and the way we traveled and we did a lot of research so when like research actually is very important if you want if you're on a budget the second thing is um if you can manage to save 10k per month uh you can actually travel anywhere in the world and have like an amazing trip like at the end of the year if you can just do that for even 6 months or okay 6 months is too little but maybe like 8 months i think you can do a very successful budget travel and i live in bombay and i pay rent and if i can manage to do that i think anybody can like if you can save 10k a month you will be sorted that's really cool and i'm sure our listeners got a lot to take home from that <laughs> wow michelle this was so much fun thank you so much for being on our show today it was my pleasure shruti thank you so much and i think this is such a cool thing like i i i uh, wish i had known about it sooner i think it's amazing that there's a a, a platform where people can actually you know like share their stories and kind of help each other or just have like you know be inspired i guess to travel and i think it's a really cool thing that you're doing and i hope it's very successful and you get to speak to a lot more people and i will tune in like every week 
<laughs> and here you speak. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, you know now, so yeah. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, guys, now that was interesting. And if you want to know more about Michelle and her travel stories, do follow her on Instagram, Twitter, and do check out her blog on Medium. I'll put the links in the podcast notes below. And well, our team is just back from Tibet, where we had the opportunity to meet some of the world's best travelers. So there are many fun podcasts lined up, and to not miss any of those, do not forget to subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud. So this is your host Shruti signing off. Until then, keep traveling and have loads of fun.